welcome to the Non-Gendered Fitness Podcast, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Non-Gendered Fitness, the home of queer fitness and health. Now here's your host, Bowie Stover. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 85. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them, and I am stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. This episode, friends, we're going to be looking at how we can put all the skills of self-discipline, time management, and adaptability together that we've looked at over the past three weeks in a sustainable and long-term way. And it's important to remember that whatever changes that we make in our lives, we do them in a way that helps improve our quality of life and not just add to the stresses by causing feelings of overwhelm or like being restricted or like that you're missing out on the things that you enjoy. Because at the end of the day, if the changes you're trying to make don't feel good, it's so unlikely that you're actually going to be able to sustain them because why would we do the things that we don't feel good about doing or that we feel actually detriment to our lives for a goal that we think we need to have like if the goal is so limiting in uh, what we have to do to achieve it is it really what we're wanting or is it really positive and beneficial for us And this is because what often happens when we begin to make changes in our lives is that we get really excited. We have all that motivation to do something new and different. And that's awesome. And being really motivated is a great place to start. I know I've talked about this before, but remember, motivation is not what helps us get there. What can happen is when we feel really motivated, we make a plan to have all these huge changes in our life. You might want to think, Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start eating healthy tomorrow. I'm only going to start eating salads for lunch every day. And I'm going to go to bed at 8.30 every night. And I'm going to drink two liters of water every day. And I'm going to stop drinking alcohol and I'm going to cut sugar from my diet. And it just accumulates. And that's a lot of stuff. And when we're used to doing things certain ways, those big changes can become real difficult. And you might spend a few weeks totally rocking it and being like, yes, I'm totally all over this. I'm amazing. I'm winning at life. I have all the motivation in the world. Look how great I am. And then two or three weeks down, all of a sudden, you've slipped with your sleep. Maybe you're not getting early to bed anymore. You've stopped drinking water. You're eating more sugary things than ever before because you've restricted yourself for so long that you felt like you were missing out and you feel really shitty about yourself because all those things that you wanted to do that you felt great about, you're actually not doing so good with now. That can be a real bummer. It can be super demotivating. And then you're more likely to give up and just be like, whatever, like, obviously I'm not good at this. I'm just not even going to try. So it's important that we make things really sustainable. We make them so they're actually going to work for you. Because at the end of the day, if you want to make any change that is sustainable, you have to find the ways that work for you, that help you feel good, that actually get you feeling like what you're doing is benefiting your life in some way. Now to do this, (laughs) because it's far easier said than done to be like, I'm just going to start a manageable goal because sometimes we have unrealistic expectations of ourselves or very high expectations of ourselves and that can often lead us to fail. Instead of starting with like really big goals and making drastic changes, what we can do is start small 
and slowly stack these changes together over time. This is a way of keeping things manageable. Now to do this, you might pick just one thing to do differently in one part of your life. Now I know that might seem like much and the fitness industry is out there going, ah, do all the things, you're not trying hard enough and blah, blah, blah. Like all those really terrible quotey fingers, motivational kind of phrases that just end up making you feel really crappy if you're not going like all out and absolutely smashing yourself in everything. It's not about extremes. We want balance. So start with one small thing in just one area of your life. And don't make the mistake of trying to make a lot of changes across all those areas. It's a hard thing to do. It's not really going to be great. And once you've decided on this one thing that you're going to do in this one area of your life, put this action or this goal into a plan and keep it simple. Remember, find that small goal for where you want to begin and map it out. Now, this will help give you a clear idea of the steps that you need to take to actually achieve it. Because it's one good thing to have, you know, a broad idea or like, oh, I want to achieve this goal, but they're not really have a plan on, on or steps that you can take to get there. And these can be long, quite long-term steps too. It doesn't have to be like, within the next three weeks, I want to be able to do this thing and be perfect. It's not, probably not going to happen. <laughs> so start small, figure out where you want to begin, what you feel is manageable and achievable for you, and go from there. And this will also help you get an idea of what is the minimum that you're willing to allow yourself to do each day that you feel still helps you get towards your goals. Remember we talked about those minimums. They are a really, really helpful thing to have because as so long as we're still making a small step towards that ultimate goal, we're going to be getting there. And this is really important because knowing overall what actions you're going to take are going to help you actually start doing the things instead of setting an alarm on your phone and be like oh at four o'clock I'm going to train it gets to four o'clock you top stop that alarm and you're like shit I haven't thought about what actually I'm going to do to train I just had the general idea and then you're on the spot trying to think up a thing to do and then you're wasting that time so remember those time management skills come in here we want to have a plan so that when the time comes to do the thing, you can just hop up, you do the thing, and it's done. There's no thinking. There's no extra barrier there of being like, well, I've got to figure out what I'm going to do. And this is really helpful. We, we can make this as easy as possible for ourselves by planning ahead and making sure that we keep those ideas nice and clear. And we usually start this by having a look at or developing that skill of self-discipline. I know we talked about this back in episode 82 and this is what helps us get started. This means that when we make a decision to make that small change, to set that goal in our day, in our week or just in our lifestyle, that we actually go and do the thing. That is self-discipline and we use that plan which is using our time management skills. We use that plan to help make it happen. And no matter what it is, you know, it could be drinking more water in a day or taking a walk or adding a vegetable to a daily meal. It doesn't matter. The whole point is that whatever it is, just do the thing. This is developing your trust in yourself. It's developing that skill of self-discipline. It's telling you that you can do this because look, you're stepping up, you're taking the action, you're making that decision. And it, it doesn't really matter what goal you decide to work on. It can be as big or small as you like. The whole point is that whatever it is, 
that you do what you say you're going to do. Develop that skill of self-discipline. And once we've made that decision to make that small change, the best way to help ourselves to practice our self-discipline is, like I said, using those time management skills. Pick a time in your day or your week or whenever it is. And because you have that clear idea of what you're going to do by having made that plan, and you just go and do it when you say you will. Make it that non-negotiable. Don't put it off. Don't think, oh, in just a minute. No, that's a trap. That, that voice in your head that says, just, just one moment. No, no. Just be like, thank you, friend. <laughs> but I need to do this now. We can come back to this other stuff later. It's really important because it can be so easy to kind of put it off and be like, oh, but I have all this other stuff to do. But I don't have time now because I'm actually still busy here. It's like, no, no. When we set ourselves that time to do the thing we say we're going to do, we need to get it done. We need to put everything down. We need to take those steps and actually do the thing. And because we've got that plan, when it's time to do it, we're not thinking about it. We know straight away what we're going to do and we can have ourselves set up and ready to go. This is where those time management skills come into practice. So... What we also need to remember is those minimums because, you know, what, life stuff happens and it might be, you know, what, maybe it is a particularly busy day and you can't get in that full task that you wanted to do. But you know what you can have is that alternative using that skill of adaptability, being flexible in your training to go, OK, I don't have the time for this now. I've got this urgent thing. It might be a family thing or it might be something personal. It doesn't matter. But going, OK, I know that when I'm pushed and I am limited in what my capabilities are that I can still do this one thing. So it might be that, you know, instead of doing a training session that you'd plan to do, instead you can go for a 10 minute walk. You got 10 minutes, you're done. You've still done that thing. You're still being a little bit active. You're still helping you work towards your goal. Or it could be that if your goal is to drink a certain amount of water and you don't get it all done that day, don't don't get to bed and be like, oh my gosh, I still have a liter of water to drink. Don't do that. <laughs> Maybe have like, okay, the minimum that I will have in a day is three cups of water. It doesn't matter. What we're doing is making this flexible for ourselves so that it's achievable. So having those alternatives, having them planned ahead really makes a difference because not only are we then having a really clear idea on what we're going to be doing by having that plan, by having those steps to take. We know that if life stuff happens, which it inevitably does, that we still have an alternative and we're not just like, well, that happened. Looks like I'm not doing anything today. It's like, no, no. We know we have a plan for when days are tough or when we just can't get it done when we think we can. That is really important. We need to remember that. Stick to those minimums if you can't do the full task that you said you're going to. Don't try and bargain out and be like, well, I don't feel like it. Maybe I'll just do my minimum. Do your best not to do that. They are really there as like a little safety net. So use that self-discipline. Start doing the thing that you say you're going to do and only use those minimums when you really, really have to because of, you know, life stuff happening. Now, Whatever it is that you decide to do is perfect. As I said, there's no right or wrong. There's no goal that's too big or too small here. Really do your best to make it work 
for you in a way that's realistic, but don't think it's got to be something massive. As I said, when we make goals that are too big, that's often when we end up getting overwhelmed or feeling restricted or limited in what's going on in our lives and it makes it much harder. So if you're a bit worried about where to get started or what it could look like, or you're thinking, oh, well, like I could do this, but maybe it's not enough. Don't worry. Start wherever you need to start. That is okay. Starting small is sometimes better than not starting at all or starting with a big plan that we're not really going to be able to succeed with. So keep that in mind. So long as it feels manageable and achievable and you think you can repeat it on a weekly basis, it's going to be a perfect start. And over time, as you get more practiced with these habits, you start to build that self-discipline, you build your ability to manage your time and be adaptable when you need. That's when we can start making those goals bigger and bigger. And those minimums that you plan They can be absolutely anything. So long as it's helping you reach that goal that you've got in your head, like don't make it something that's got nothing to do with it. Be like, I want to, you know, I want to train three days a week. And then one of the days that you're supposed to train, you can't. And instead you go, I'm not going to train, but instead I'm going to sit and read a book. It's like, maybe, well, maybe that's not getting you where you want to be. So do your best to try and make your minimum something that is, aligned with the activity or goal that you're working towards. So if you can't train, go for a walk. But if you are doing something like working on practicing de-stressing, reading a book might be a great one. Reading books is a really great way to, for some people anyway, to help de-stress and relax. So feel good about that, but be creative because it doesn't have to be limited to what you might think of as conventional things. If you're wanting to train every day, but you can't, but then you have an idea on how you can do something that still gets your heart rate up a bit and gets your body moving in some ways, it could be dancing, it could be playing uh, a video, one of those ring uh, Wii Fit video games or whatever other games are out there. I know there's a lot of them, something like that. That is also perfect. So Use those flexibility skills, those adaptability skills, and find those ways that you're going to be able to make them work for you. That is what's important. You're not limited here to some sort of conventional means. Like if this is if this is your goal, then you have to do that. That's just not true. Yes. Now let's have a look at what we've touched on today. A bit of a short and sweet episode, friends. We've looked at how you can begin taking actions by starting with a plan that you can follow. Remember that this helps you get your action done without having to think it up at the time when you should just be doing the thing. Then we had a look at how you can begin to develop those skills of self-discipline, of time management and adaptability by making a plan, setting yourself a reminder and also setting minimums. So that oh, no matter what the day is, you've got that smallest thing that you can do. If you can't get the main task done, you're still going to be working towards your goals. And finally, we had a look at how you can use these skills on even the smallest of actions to help you grow those skills, whichever works for you. Like really find those ways, be flexible. And over time, you can build bigger and bigger actions. So don't think that because you're not doing something huge, as I said, that you're not doing it right because you you really are. 
Now, you can find all the details in the show notes. If you're enjoying this show or you know other shows who might find some benefit from, from this show or another one, please feel free to share the episodes. You can find us on all the places where podcasts are streamed. So you can look up Non-Gender Fitness, share the episode with your pals, get them involved. It might just help them out in ways that you know they really need at this point in time. Now, if you have any questions about this episode or you'd like to learn about how we may be able to support you, you can go to our website, www.nongenderedfitness.com. You can send us a message there. You can also jump in. You can try out our free trial or just get straight into some training with us if you're keen. If you don't want to go to our website, you can check us out on socials. You can go to Facebook and find us at nongenderedfitness. You can go to Instagram, which is where we're most active. You can find non-gendered fitness at the handle non underscore gendered underscore fitness. You can find me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot mb or zay at zay dot canters. And until next week, remember that learning how you can support your needs by developing new skills is what helps you reach your goals. You may not always get it right, but as long as you keep working towards what you want, you will definitely make change happen in your life. Have a right as day, pals. Right.